Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Dentist Who Invest podcast. We are joined by Alex today, who is going to discuss all things maximizing the monetizing of your dental practice. Alex, how are you, my friend? Yeah, thanks for having me <laughs> on your on your on your business, and and just a little bit. And you know, we we spent a lot of fun time together, and you know, both of us are very informal. And uh, we'll we'll do the same thing when you're on, on my podcast. It's just, just a little bit about me. Uh, I'm the uh, CEO and founder of All Star Dental Academy. Um, my dad, you know, he is a dentist, retired, and uh, my background, uh, uh, you know, trained MBA lawyer. Uh, I worked for Tony Robbins for many years, and so the reason I got into dentistry is my father's business was facing bankruptcy, and and. So there's just two kind of themes here. He didn't know how to run a business, right? And so I helped him double his business size, right? And so I enjoyed helping dentists. My whole family are doctors. I'm the lawyer, uh, black sheep of the family. But I figure I can share these tactics with the world to help other dentists similarly situated to improve their business. Um, and so that's kind of one one realm. But one thing that we can relate a lot, James, in your, in your viewership is my father did all these investment strategies and found every way he could to lose money. And um, I, I know you're trying to help them not do that. And so today I'm hoping we can talk about some of the um, kind of hidden areas that that you really can make money in your dental business you're probably not paying attention to. Listen, if there's one way that human beings learn, it's learning the hard way, okay? And that's <laughs> me speaking from personal experience about myself, anecdotally, and just from what I've seen through other people. So through through those sorts of occasions and events cause, comes knowledge and wisdom, and that's what we'll be looking forward to you espousing, no doubt, in this podcast today. So Alex, maybe you'd like to start by talking mm-hmm. about some of the common mistakes or the low-hanging fruit that yes, yes. Owners often overlook when it comes to monetizing their practices. Absolutely. So, you know, a, a buddy of mine wrote this great article uh, about risky versus non-risky investments, right? And and this is kind of like a the, the space that we're going to talk about is the investment mindset and the practice management space, right? Your business, because your business is a it's a return on equity, return on capital. It is a business machine. And really, one of the things, as if you are a practicing dentist, is your business is something that should be making money for you, right? Um, and hopefully, as you evolve, it's making money without you even being there. And then you have to figure out what to do with it. But one of the things is that if you think everything has risk, right? And you have to understand, um, you have to make sure you're educated. So that's why people listen to you because you don't want to go in just because somebody said so buy Bitcoin, like, well, why? And what am I doing? Right. You, you, you want to make sure you're doing that. But if you look at a lot of things and you mentioned low hanging fruit, 
it's very interesting how often dentists in particular will go for the toughest, most complicated thing to make money, right? And or lowering fruit is this idea is get the easy stuff, but you don't even know what the easy stuff is. That's what I'm going to talk to you about. And I really like this idea of you, you, you want to start with the low risk stuff that still can provide high yield, not high risk stuff that maybe that's going to provide you a yield at all. So in a dental practice, I, I, at also dental Academy, we have this formula called the business growth formula. And there are only four ways you make money in dental practice. You have to convert phone calls somehow or leads. They have to show up. They, you know, you want them to accept treatment and hopefully refer. That's it. That's how you make money in a business dental practice. Now stay with me here and, and I can provide, um, you know, in the webinars I do, I put like numbers up and you can see this, but let's assume we're looking at it to build a million dollar dental business. Okay. Whether it's pounds or dollars, whatever you, based on our research, you have to have 35% of your callers convert into a patient, 35%, 85% need to show up. 60% need to accept treatment and 15% have to refer. All right. That is, those are the numbers, the assumptions you're looking at. Now, to get to a million dollars in revenue, you need 5 million in opportunities because 5 million opportunities, 35, only 35% convert, you're at $1.75 million right there. So you can see it's a funnel each step. But what I want to press upon you is imagine if you can add each area an improvement, incremental improvement by 5% each area. You improve phone conversion by 5%. Now you're at 40% conversion. You improve broken appointments by 90%. 90% of patients show up. Instead of 60% case acceptance, you're 65%. And instead of 15% referral, you're 20% referral. If you can improve each area of the business by a net 5%, you went from a $1 million practice to a $1.4 million practice. 40% improvement, $400,000. Tell me what investment strategy you have out there that you can put, you can make 5% improvement and get 40% return. And, and not just that, it's happening every year because of those symptoms you put in place. I love it. Now I'm going to get a little, I'm going to get a little daring here. And I'm going to say, if you can improve each one by a net 12%, it takes a little more work, right? So that means instead of converting 35% of new patients, you're converting 47%. And that list continues on and on you know, in each areas, you took a $1 million business and now you made it into a $2 million business. And one of the things about the dental practice, which is amazing, once you get past your fixed costs, of course, you can have variable costs. You have these fixed costs. Once you get past these major fixed costs, the vast majority is profit. And that's where you get into what do I invest in and so on in that conversation. But man, one thing I've learned about entrepreneurship, listen, I've got my MBA. I work with Tony Robbins. I went to law school. You don't have to. It's very simple. (laughs) What you know, being a dentist, okay, you can monetize greatly. Your business is a business. It's not something that you're supposed to work for. It's supposed to work for you, right? And so like you said, James, is you have to look, what are the low-hanging fruit? The low-hanging fruit is you need to be able to put the right systems into your business, have the training in place to be able to improve your phone calls, 
patients showing up, case acceptance, referrals. I'm not even saying you spend a dollar or more, and that's not even a dollar more on marketing. You're not spending any more marketing. Okay. It's being efficient what you have. And and I would even go and, and for the remainder, you know, the, the second part of our, our talk is is just the one thing I would focus on because this is the bottleneck of the funnel is phone skills. Because if you can get the verbiage on phone skills, right? And not just your front office, if your entire team understands how to talk on the phone, if you could talk on the phone well, you can talk to somebody in front of you well. Those skills tr- are transferable. But that's your, your bottleneck. Your bottleneck is your phone calls, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this is, yeah. this is my last math equation for today, okay? And we can just kind of riff from there because I know you guys like math. But this is going to like blow your mind here. Let's just start with just phones. Because I'm telling you, the entire business growth formula, you can do maybe every three months, you can master one of them, let's just say. But ultimately, you can see you can double your business just doing that. But let's talk about phone skills. Now, this is research on US and uh, Canada um, call tracking that we've done. That the average practice sees 135 new patient calls a month, all right? Only 35%, remember that's where that number we came with earlier, become new patients. That means 87 total appointments are not booked, all right? The American Dental Association at values uh, that the average new patient is $642 a year is what they pay. Now, that can change if you're a specialist or not, whatever. That can, that's pretty low, you know, and that was done, I don't know, four or five years ago, that study. So it's probably higher than that. But let's just use those numbers. And if you use those numbers, right? What what you find is let, let you know if all the if you can convert all the phone calls, okay, you're looking at like five hundred and fifty thousand dollars more a month. Uh, uh, a month, okay. That's you're not going to convert all the phone calls, but let's just say that you you miss, okay, instead of eighty seven a month, you miss only one a day, a working day, and you work four days a week. All right. So easy math, four days a week times four weeks a month is what, James? Help me with your, you're a math guy. Four times four? 16. There you go. Boom. So we have six, 16 working days. So 16 missed calls that you didn't convert a month times $642. All right. Only one a working day. You missed that opportunity is $10,000 a month, $10,000. A year, that's one hundred twenty thousand dollars. That's probably mostly profit. Let's just say, let's just say uh, eighty thousand of that is profit. Now you have things you can invest in. Now, what about lifetime value of a patient? That's ten years. So that so so that ten thousand dollar month means a hundred thousand dollars that you lost in lifetime potential of that patient. So one year of just missing one phone call a working day in terms of what I missed, you did not convert them, is going to cost you $1.2 million in lifetime money from those patients. So talk about low-hanging fruit and going, whoa, I'm, I'm missing something here, okay? And, it's, and I understand because it's in city, you, you don't, it's not in your face, this stuff. Because you kind of get complacent, the person they seem nice, and it, you justify things. But man, you guys are getting crushed. One point two million a year. So in three years, that's like three. I don't know, three point six. You know, you're probably netting, 
you know, three, three and a half years, you're, you're, you're netting $3 million in your pocket that you're never going to get. And you're not going to invest in, you're not going to get that compound interest. I mean, you're retired in a couple of years by just not making these mistakes and investing conservatively or, or not. Maybe t- put, you know, you put a little bit point, put a little bit in S&P, whatever it is, but you have that money. Uh, it, it is a, I call these the silent killers in your dental practice because you, you just don't pay attention to them, but there's a lot of money to be made. Do you know what human beings are really bad at? They're really bad at recognizing they've missed out on an opportunity. But what mm-hmm. we're much better at is being upset when we have something and we have it taken away from us. It's true. It's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but if it's you true. don't see it that you have it in the first place, then for some reason we're not as miffed, even though it can be as big an opportunity. It can be a huge opportunity. It can be all these wonderful things. And you've just given us the cold hard take just then on why that can be so effective, why it is so important to get this right in our dental packs because the amount of potential profit that we're missing out on. And what I'm guessing you're going to segue into next, Alex, is just what exactly the nuts and bolts of these phone skills are, what we need to do, what we must do sure. so that we don't lose out that those figures that you were just describing. Right, right. So so, th- so the first step is you have to say, okay, well, well what's the problem? Is it believable? Does it hurt? Because if you don't, if you don't make that connection, you're not going to do anything, right? And practices are, are literally bleeding, bleeding. I mean, just they're they're uh, hemorrhaging money all over the place, right? And it's a good thing because you go, look, I I can improve. So that's the first step. So what do you what do you do about it? Well, you got to be training your team. You got to be continuously training. You know, Tony Robbins has this phrase, can I, which is continuous and never ending improvement. You always want to be doing that. And it, you know, a lot of dentists are like, yeah, it's nice to train. Well, it's not just nice to train. It is essential. Okay. Uh, and, and man, um, patients are more uh, spoofed now than ever. They have more reasons not to come, more excuses not to come to the dentist. So we have to find ways to make sure that we, we answer, um, their, their issues. And so in, so, so again, this is, this is a, an ongoing process of training, but of course we would start with the phone skills, right? Now I'm sure you provide your listeners, our website, allstardentalacademy.com. We have a great webinar and ebook that kind of also spends a lot more time going into these, these subjects, right? Um, I believe our uh, we have one link that goes to allstartdentalacademy.com, I believe. Let me just double check. I believe it's free training. And they get uh, an hour, you know, 90 minutes. Uh, let me double check that. Yeah. So you go to allstartdentalacademy.com slash free dash training. And it's a great webinar that goes into some detail. Well, let's just give you a little kind of taste uh, with phone skills. So with with when you're answering the phone, we have a process called the great call process. It's an acronym of a, of a way you want to answer the phone. All right. G stands for greeting. R stands for rapport. E is engage the patient. A asks for the appointment. T is take information. Okay. Now, typically when somebody makes a phone call, all right, they're asking you a question. What do you charge for X? What do I take my insurance? Whatever that might be. 
And immediately we answer their question, right? We don't build any rapport and they're out the door. I want to think about it. Okay. You always have to answer their question. But the problem is when, when people are shopping, they're looking to commoditize you as a dentist. What do you charge? Do you do this? And once they have the answer, they've already labeled you. They didn't get to know how wonderful you are, right? James, you and I spent a couple hours chatting and having a good time. Like, you know, we're buddies. We have rapport. It's, it's a lot easier than saying, let me interview you. You know, I don't know who you are, right? Um, so it's very important that we humanize. I don't know. I just created a word, dude. You know, humanize. So I'll get, humanize. There you go. <laughs> but I'll do the ties because this is <laughs> yeah, humanize. So the we, we need to build this, 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 this rapport. So we have to, number one is have a very good greeting, right? That sounds like you are looking forward to talking to them. And we, we got to be able to build rapport. We teach a process in, in the webinar a little bit about this transition statement. So it's a, it's a mechanism of, of, of transitioning from they want to get an answer to, well, I want to answer that and I will, but I want to get to know you better, right? And that's the kind of, and we have different ways of doing that. But the power is in this rapport skills. The power is getting to know this patient, really to know what they're looking to do, okay? And when we follow this process, we eventually, we will, we will be able to answer their question in context, right? So they just had an amazing customer service experience, right? Which essentially is marketing, right? When you get to provide them great patient experience, and then you answer their question. And it's amazing the level, how the conversion rates just go through the roof when you do that. Because now you're a person, not a commodity. And you call any other dentist or any other business for that matter. And you're going to get a terrible experience, most likely, because they're so busy. They don't want to answer the phone. They just want to get on with it. You know, it's just a robotic process. But when you realize a phone is, man, that's your ticket to make money, right? And that's your ticket to to market your business. And you do it right. It's incredible. And so it's there are two aspects of really successfully implementing this because the end of the day is implementation. I can give you tips and tricks and whatever, and you'll just say, great, you won't do it. Right. But um, so I talk about in the, in, in the, in the webinar in more detail, I spend 30 minutes on this implementation. Right. And because, you know, we hear this, 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 this idea that knowledge is power, right. You've heard that before, right. Knowledge is oh, not yeah. power. It's oh not. no, it's not. It's potential. No, not it's not, sir. It is not. not knowledge is only potential power. You have to be able to put it into action. You have to be able to implement. Okay. Um, and this, I really took from thinking you're rich, Napoleon Hill. That's his line. Knowledge is not power. It's potential power because you got a lot of information. What do you do with it? How do you apply it? Right. And so with implementation, it's not the tortoise. A lot of businesses, it's, it's the it's the tortoise versus the hare story. We know that. You know, you try to run out the gates, learn, 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 and then stop and get distracted. It's that tortoise that's slow and steady, little by little. When I was at in college, I was a study skills specialist. I got a 4.0 GPA. It's not because I'm so smart, it's something to do with it. I never studied much because I knew how to study. Everybody was cramming. I was doing little by little. Because your mind remembers that way. So the way you train is you do little by little and you say, this is part of my business. I'm going to train a little bit every week forever. And I'm going to keep my focus on these skills, right? Uh, On these rapport building skills. I'm going to be evaluating my phone calls. These are not a ton of work, but the 
the difficulty with dentists and with most people, you know, it's attention deficit issue, right? We lose, we're onto something else. It's a lot more fun to, you know, throw money at something and hopefully it grows with this pay and pray. But these, these disciplined actions that aren't a lot of work, it's just making, you know, I remember there's this quote, I don't know, it's a bit of a tangent, but it's cute of a, a mindfulness uh, uh, kind of instructor said, it's not hard to be mindful. It's hard to remember to be mindful. So it's not hard to train. It's hard to remember the train consistently. And that's my message for all of you is two things. Number one, you got to realize you're hemorrhaging money, guys, and you got to put a stop to it. And I know many of you will do something about it, hopefully, but then how do you, then you have to stick with it. Once you fix it, you will go backwards eventually. That's the nature of a dental business. You have to keep the incremental pressure little by little. We're talking 20 minutes a week. That's all I'm asking you guys to do. And if you can keep that on for the remainder of your career, you're going to be millions of dollars thankful that you did it. Real quick, guys, I've put together a special report for dentists entitled The Seven Costly and Potentially Disastrous Mistakes That Dentists Make Whenever It Comes to Their Finances. Most of the time, dentists are going through these issues and they don't even necessarily realize that they're happening until they have their eyes opened. And that is the purpose of this report. You can go ahead and receive your free report by heading on over to www.dentistinvest.com forward slash podcast report. Or alternatively, you can download it using the link in the description. This report details these seven most common issues. However, most importantly, it also shows you how to fix them. I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts. A powerful analogy, not just for our dental practice, but for life, if you think about it. Of course. Just little by little, chipping away at things, improving your knowledge, building your skills, et cetera, et cetera. Awesome. So, Phone skills, you're preaching to the choir now because now we're all thinking about phone skills and how they can improve our practice <laughs> and how they are the low-hanging fruit that we were talking, that you, we were speaking about earlier. Alex, I'm going to throw you a bit of a curveball now because I'm interested to hear Show your me. thoughts on this. Show me. Social yes. media, Instagram, uh-huh. What are uh-huh. your, what's your thoughts? What's your take? Do you think that that is something that, broadly speaking, dentists do well, they could do better? Um. Social media, I think my my position is this on it. You 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 need to do it, all of it, um, so you don't um to keep that impression out there because by you know, I, I put it this way, it can only hurt you if you don't do it right. Okay. Because people want to communicate with you in those. We have to pay attention to social media. We have to have some presence. However, from what I've seen, um, I've not seen it at this point yet be the game changer that some talk about in terms of driving tons of business to your to your business, to your practice. If you are someone like James, you know, a great personality that's, you know, can monitor it and can um, like you have dentists that are, are doing some great work and they're posting their pictures and they're at events, and they're networking, then social media becomes an arm of who they are and and because social media is very personality driven. Okay. And people can smell BS. 
Okay. So if you just hire a company and they're just going to post generic stuff, then, you know, I, I don't know. You can throw Facebook ads, marketing ads, things like that to try to generate business. Um, but I think I would recommend you, you, you make a genuine effort to do social media, make it be extension of you um, as one facet of your business. Can I just throw something on top of that? Because when you were speaking just then, I think that's so true. If you post the Gennaro stuff, people are just going to switch up, you know, just move on to the next thing and not really pay much attention to it. I heard a saying um, not so long. Well, it was, let me think, it was a couple of months ago. And it's very powerful and made me think about social media in a whole new way. That saying goes along the lines of attention is currency, reputation is leverage of that currency. So it basically took social media and it turned it into trader speak. So this is two things that spoke to me. Okay. So attention is currency because the more pairs of eyes you have on you, then the more likely you're able to generate money from your social media presence just by the sheer fact that you have more pairs of eyes on you. Okay. Monetizing is not the hard part. Getting the attention is okay. And here's what people do wrong. I think they post like promo-y stuff and salesy stuff. You know what I mean? And that is the biggest turnoff. Don't even think about that. Don't even think about that. Just post things that are funny, post things that are humorous, Post a little bit of you, a little bit of your personality, make it personal. And then by the sheer fact people are paying attention to you because of that, then the money follows. Okay. Exactly. Don't, don't go out there. If you almost it's almost like if you push too hard looking for the money, you actually undermine yourself and you achieve the exact opposite results. It, it's almost like it follows this law of attraction concept that you want to be a magnet and you want to attract people to you. And so if you're a true magnet, you're someplace that's really fun and you're doing some great work, whether it's charity or you're having fun in the office and you post that and people see it, 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 it connects to their heart and then they feel connected to you. So again, social media is also about rapport. It is a mechanism. It's an extension of, of you. And if you do it right and you're fun to be around and your business is doing good things, it will help you. Post the silly stuff that makes people laugh. The most underrated thing of course. you can do on Facebook, okay, and on social media to drive attention towards your business. And people just don't do it enough, in my True. opinion. True. And, and you got And you got to also, I'm a big fan of modeling. Who are the best people out there that are doing well on social media, like you, James? And what other dentists are killing it? What are they doing? Ask the question. Do what they do. And, and surprisingly, it's not, typically it's not the marketing company they're doing. It's just what, what cool stuff that they're into and, and model what they're doing. Cool. I love it. Instagram, TikTok, should we be, has any dentist actually successfully used TikTok <laughs> as somewhere to map, you know, market their dental practice? I, I feel like Instagram has somehow inadvertently become the hotbed or the go-to social media platform for dentistry and dentists who want to showcase their business. I don't know how, and I don't know why, maybe because it's focused purely on pictures and dentistry is obviously a hugely aesthetic thing. What do you think? TikTok. You know, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm very pragmatic with it, right? Um, You know, and just as full disclosure, I'm not a marketing expert. Um, but I'm just saying like, I've looked, I've done a lot of work with social media in our business. I've other dental businesses and what they're doing. And my general, uh, consensus is 
it's more hyped than it's more hype than actually results for dental practices. There are some that do very well, but you have to be most dentists, James, they're not like you. Sorry. And they'll admit it. They don't have this big personality. They're not doing fun things they're, you know, I might be lump with them too. I'm not always doing the, you know, fun, exciting things, you know, that you got to have the personality for it. And, and that's the thing about marketing guys. Here's my point. Social media, you got to be doing it some way. You got to have a presence because people will communicate that way. And if you don't, you're going to hurt yourself because people are going to want to find you. And if they can't find you, they go, what's wrong with this place? You got to be posting continuously on Facebook, Instagram, you, and they're linked. You can link in through meta, whatever. You got to be having a presence. Um, and Instagram too, because a lot of the, the younger uh, generation are on Instagram more than Facebook. So you've got to be where they're at. You've got to find a mechanism for them to communicate. Um, you also have to know who you are. If you're, you know, what's your, so I have a buddy who's a chiropractor and he, he has, what do he call it? Um, he has a certain method. Uh, uh, he has what's called a, um, a combat or, or, or hand-to-hand, he calls it, he goes hand-to-hand combat uh, marketing. I says, what's that? <laughs> I go out there and shake hands, you know? And, and he, he talks to people and he shakes hands and he meets with referring sources and that he kills it. Endodontists and, and specialists, you might have some great GPs that you just take, you just take good care of them. You text them, you send them gifts, you take good. And that's your marketing. You might be an insurance provider and you get your number one on your insurance and you get it. You have to know, that's the thing. You have to know who you are and just kill it with what you're good at. You need to be able to be a smart business person and have have tentacles and everything, but I, I'm just careful. There are some dentists that don't have the personality and they hear social media and they have FOMO fear of missing out. Right. And they start investing a ton of money and they get nothing and they get upset. Okay. So my, my sense is pragmatism. You got it. You got to have social media, but you have to know your specialty and what, how makes you, you drive, what, what is your best way of marketing? But like I said today, guys, you, you don't need as much marketing as you think you do if you're efficient in your business. You can double your business without spending a dime on marketing if you're, if you're well-trained. And I'll tell you, man, being having a great customer service business where people are so happy to come and you do a great job is your number one marketing. And you'll need social media because you're, I have doctors that I'm so impressed with. I, I, I run out of social media places to post things because I, I had such a great experience. So if you do a great job with your business and the customer service in your business, you just got to make sure that there's easy ways for them to promote. You don't have to even ask for it. They're going to do it. So my point is, is there's no trickery around this. If you're good and you take care of your people um, and you're, and you listen and you, you do the pragmatic stuff, you'll kill it. Awesome. And I would totally agree. I would absolutely 110% agree. If you put the patient first, you think about them as an individual, what their wants and needs are, and then build your business around that, build your treatment around that. That is success 101. And when, as dentist, as a dentist myself, I always noticed that when I, that was something that took me a while to catch, to catch on, you know what I mean? That I wasn't, I don't feel at the start, I would listen to the patient enough. And the day that I twigged that and the day that I started doing it, 
patient happiness, patient reviews, all those things, they go through the roof, positivity, yeah. Amazing. And it sounds so obvious, and I think to myself, what the heck, how did I not realize that in the first place? It's such a people-oriented job, it's a massively people-oriented job, and therefore your focus should be people, and then everything else second. And I I think we don't do it enough, and I think as we saw here, James, it's really getting, getting real with the dentists, because all of them want, listen, Every dentist I know, all people, we always want the easy way out. Give me, give me the secret. Give me the trick. Is it TikTok? What can I do to, to, to trick somebody to come in? Be the first one to get it. What, what am I buying? Dogecoin, Bitcoin, when, what? They, everybody wants to be, we're all human. We want to get that little edge and be the first one. And you know what? The tried and true stuff, if you do it right, you're going to do great. And then, and, and if you do the good stuff and you do it right, you're going to feel good about yourself and you're going to enjoy your money because you can have all the money and, and you can, you know, swindle whatever you want and you're not happy and nobody likes you. Good. That's the, so, so abundance and success is you got to have it all. You have the money, you have independent freedom, you have independent, um, uh, you're financially independent and you enjoy what you do and you have joy and happiness in your life. That's the end game. That's what you want. Money is just money is just a, a vehicle to give you freedom, so you can party with James in Dubai all the time. Yeah, right over here. Awesome, Sounds good. <laughs> you know what? What an amazing way to round off that podcast with some food for thought for your dental practice, but also food for thought for life on a more cuddly, warm note. So, thank you for that, Alex. That has been My pleasure. awesome today. Gems in abundance in there. Gems of knowledge in abundance in that conversation that we just had and everybody listening will no doubt have been able to take away something that will improve their practice not just as a practice owner but also as an associate as well alex should anybody want to get in touch with you based on anything that they've said that we said today in the podcast how are they best off doing that yeah best way is go to allstardentalacademy.com um there's so many free resources you can certainly reach out to us we can talk to you about we do have a training program online training we have people all over the world that use our training in 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 england all over uh netherlands what have you um and uh but certainly check out that free training webinar uh allstardentalacademy.com slash backslash free dash training those will be some great resources for you. We just want to help you all, whether you work with us or not, it just makes the world a better place. And, and that's always makes us smile. Big love, Alex. I absolutely love it, my friend. We're going to draw a line under proceedings today. Really, really, really nice to chat to you and catch up once more. We shall speak very soon. All right. Take care. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.